Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a Bloody Berardi and Cork. Uh, some absolutely ecstatic faces, as you can probably see this morning. Some are a little bit rougher than others. Um, I understand Gilly probably has only just got in, uh, but yeah, I'll, uh, <laughs> he's not on his laptop. He's forgotten his life, um, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get into having a bit of a chat in, in a minute or two, um, hoping to get one or two people on if they want to join in and have their say whether you're hungover, still drunk you're more than welcome to get on and uh yeah just tell us about yesterday and, and how much you enjoyed it i suppose hi this is don matteo and then you are listening to the auto know better podcast let's do this Good morning, Gilly. So you had a, you've had an extra hour in bed and you still look like you've been dug up. How was yesterday? <laughs> uh, from what I remember, it it, it, would, it was quite enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember half time? Do, or were you pissed before the game? What was what's the crack? Was everyone steaming or what? Uh, it, it, I, I remember. I think most of the game, um, but you there think? was a Liverpool fan in the pub, um, Never. and. Yeah, and we gave them a bit of stick, and then uh, Lindsay decided to buy loads of shots. So, uh, yeah, I don't remember all of it. <laughs> Christ, Christ on a bike. Uh, yeah, well, you'll be pleased to hear that I watched it sober as a judge with uh, with the two girls. One of them who is with me now, she's not very well. Uh, so, if you, if I do have to run off and you have to take control, it's because she's barfing into a bucket. Um, Probably might. Right. Uh, same reason for you. <laughs> same reason you <laughs> might disappear. Actually, um, look. I mean, cheers for joining, Gilly. I know how rough you are. I know we were going to do this late last night, but with the, by the sounds of it, there'd have been absolutely no chance. So, um, <laughs> <Chance at all. laughs> uh, so yeah, you've managed to catch up on match of the day this morning. Uh, what was was it? I mean, I'm still, I'm still sort of 
ecstatic and, and and can't still really believe it. It was I haven't watched match of the day. I, I haven't watched any any highlights or anything since the game other than the goal. Um, was it as good as it still feels? Um, so when you watch a highlights reel, it's the same as a as watching a footballer that your club's been linked with. When you watch a highlights reel, it's difficult to really get a sense of the full game because you can you can spin it anywhere you want. And match of the day made it feel like we got battered. Now, watching the game, I think through a pessimist eye, which we all are as Leeds fans, yeah. um, I, I think there was that thing of, for me, certainly, it was a, oh, shit, we scored too early. Oh, shit, yeah. what are they going to do to us now? There were, there, there were a lot of that. And, um, but by the same rationale, I think, I think we played really well. And Alisson made two massive saves in the first half. Um, I mean, the one from Jack Harrison, you know, you, you, I know he's got it on his right foot, but you're looking for him to do better. So it, the game felt like it was in the balance throughout, even through a pessimist's eye, which is definitely me. Because um, I, I, I did look at it and think, oh, oh, shit, four minutes in and we've scored. What have we done that for? Um, and especially, I think, was it 11 minutes they scored on? And thinking, 14, oh, I think. Fucking hell. You know, it, it wasn't far enough in for it to be a, oh, it's all right, we'll get a draw. So yeah. I went 3-1 in the predictions thinking I were being positive. And at one all, you're thinking, oh, shit, this could be a cricket score. Um, yeah. But it, it, it didn't feel that way to me. It didn't feel like we'd gone there and just got absolutely battered and, and poxed a win. It if didn't I, feel like it was full, fully lucky, but on match of the day, it made it seem that way. Yeah, if I were to tell you that they had sixty nine percent possession and fourteen corners, would it would it change your view? So the the possession thing, I think, plays into Jesse's hands. He doesn't want us having the ball. He wants he wants the opposition to have the ball and for us to be able to press them in dangerous areas of the pitch, for us to win the ball back high up the pitch and make them take advantage of it. I, I don't think he's looking. You know, we outran. Out for out battled, out played, and out ran, uh, and out ran again. <laughs> and out, yeah, we did under under Bielsa. We always outran the opposition. We always did. That that was what we did. We 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 we, we just it was an athletic thing of we're gonna out outperform you. We're gonna uh, outrun you under Marsh. He doesn't really he, he doesn't want the ball. He wants the opposition to have the ball, but to have the ball False in a mistake. place that. In their, yeah, in, their, in their final third, doesn't it? Yeah, and then and it, yeah. look, it, it worked twice yesterday. And, uh, and look, do you think, do you think Jesse Marsh changed his style slightly yesterday? In that, in that, I don't mean, I don't mean we played more defensively, but we expected the pressure. Like so, when when we're playing teams that are around us, Everton, Wolves, Villa, Fulham last week, uh, uh, and so on and so forth, we almost go to, for the jugular. You know, we go to win those games, and it comes back and bites us on the ass. We, you know, we run out of steam. We get we get beaten on the counter quite too easily, and we're, and we're losing these games, winnable games, that arguably on paper. But do you think <clears throat> against the better sides, shall we say, the, the you know the more established Premier League sides, the higher sides, the top six challenges, top four even, um, that that we play slightly, we tweak things slightly, ever so slightly, that actually we expect that bit of pressure, so we don't actually press as hard and as much in their half um, and, and it seems to be, uh, but when we've got the ball we still do the same things, did, did, have you, did you notice that? I mean it might just be me, I don't know 
No, I, th- I think you're right. I think there's that bit of... Um, what, if you look at the Fulham game, when we were pressing, we weren't pressing as a unit. And I think that's what hurt us. Um, and then during the game last night, you could see that actually we stood off, we stood off, we stood off. And then there was a trigger movement that made us go press them. But we pressed them together. It wasn't a one or two players going and trying to do that pressing. It, it was as a unit, but it was further forward for them. Um, so I think there is. I think I think you're right. Whether that is a case of again sides that are going to try and play against us, we do it differently, or whether that is a case of um, him just tweaking overall. So we might see that against. I mean, whether we see that against Bournemouth or not, I'm not sure. We're going to have to take the game to them really. But um, I, I, I suspect we will see it against Spurs. Is that we'll let their centre backs have the ball. And it's only when it goes out to the full-backs that we'll press. Um, so I, I think you're right on that, that there's been a tweak. Whether that will be against everybody or whether that will be against the sides that want to come and play football, that, that's, that's something that we'll have to keep an eye on. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Look, we've got somebody waiting in the wings. Let's see what Bielsa John's got to say. John K, you may well know him as Bielsa John. And John was out John... with us last night, I'll, I'll just mention before we bring him in. <laughs> John, uh, if you're ready, we're going to bring you in. You need to unmute and put your camera back on, mate, and we'll bring you in, in uh, whenever you're ready. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, I don't know if he's even watching or listening or whatever, but he's muted and his camera's <laughs> off, so we won't bring him in just yet. He's just gone shy on us. Um, but, yeah, it looks... Um, I'm not sure who's joining, mate. I've sent it out. Anybody's more than welcome to join. Um, Liam's I know she just said put, she was steaming. <laughs> yeah, Liam's just put... Oh, here we go. John's ready. I'll just touch wow. on this point and we'll bring you in, John. We outran them by 11, 11 kilometres. Now, that's six and a half miles, and that is a lot to outrun a team in 90 minutes. Um, and I think... I, I forget who I was listening to after the game. Um, they're doing a bit of analysis, and they said, look, Liverpool never used to get outrun when they were when they were when they were good last season, the season before, when they were playing really, really good football. They they were never outrun on the field. Uh and I think that's testament to how how we play, but also how how potentially how they're not playing this season. Um I read I read some of their their, their fans' tweets and that after the game, and they were like this is the fickle football fan calling for players to be out and uh, sorry that their owners to be out and 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 managers and and all sorts of shit so uh, so they've so, yeah, been anyway. on FSG out for a long time aren't they, 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 yeah, they, they if, if 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 you read liverpool fans online they they all want them out but as i was pointing out to a liverpool fan yesterday i think it's 810 million pounds they've spent under klopp um you know they are spending the cash and I think even, you know, Liverpool fans will bang on about net spend and what have you. But even if you take out um, the amounts that they're bringing in, and even with the Coutinho money, I think they're still averaging about £40 million a season under him. But they bang on about net spend. I think it was 127, 130, something like that, that they got for, for, for Coutinho. Um, so you take out the outliers, they're averaging over £40 million a season spent, net spend. And, and that's massive. That's huge. So to, for them to bang on, you know, it's like the scum fans banging on about their owners. They're spending the cash. Yeah. But when they lose, they don't want to lose to a to a, they don't want to lose to a, a Leeds or a, you know a lower. They got beat by Forest last week as well. Do you know what I mean? There's two sides in bottom three. Do you know? Um, right. Let's get let's get Bielsa John in. John, how are you doing, mate? I'm all right, mate. 
Yeah. How are you feeling? How are you feeling on a scale of one being Jesus flip flops and ten being Rita Ora on a good day? Where are you on that list? Uh, seven. Are you feeling seven? good? You feeling wow. good? Yeah, I'm not bad. I wish I could say you looked it, mate, but because uh... <laughs> he wanted the shots with us, that's why. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I'm, I'm only kidding, mate. I'm only I had that many him. last round, didn't I? <laughs> Just a bit, yeah. How, uh, how was last night? Uh, ecstasy? Did you enjoy it? I mean, did you, I'm, I'm hoping you didn't take any ecstasy. I mean, the feeling. But uh, uh, did you? Did you? I mean, that last. I mean, there's nothing better than a last-minute winner, is there? And especially oh. away at Anfield. So, I mean, how, what did you make of it? The performance as a whole. I thought we were a lot better than what we played last week. And if I'm honest, I was half expecting a win. We really? Yeah. What, 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 like, what? I mean, I'm perplexed here because they haven't lost at home since March last year until then. They, they're a much better side than us, football inside. They've got better players, man for man. What, what gave you that? What gave you that inkling? That bit, I mean, I know you commented on the CBD thing, so you, you obviously predicted a win before the game. You said 3 2, I think, if you remember rightly. But what, yeah. what gave you that little bit of a, what had you seen in the previous performances that actually gave you that little bit of encouragement? I've not seen no in previous performance. It was just <laughs> going to Liverpool Saturday night under lights on Sky. I just had a feeling we we're going to nick something, and I mentioned it before game. Whilst we were out, that I thought we'd nick it, and we did. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. And who, who? Obviously, we you, you mentioned there. We you haven't seen anything in previous performances. There wasn't a lot of positives to take from from Leicester, from Fulham. There was probably more from Fulham, but not from Leicester or who else did we play before that when we were shite? No, we, really we shite. played Arsenal, didn't we, week before and we actually gave yeah. them the game. Yeah, there was somebody but, after Leicester. I can't remember. Anyway, um, but yeah, the, the, there wasn't a lot of, of encouragement to, to take out of it. Any of those games really leading up, even all the way from Palace, apart from Arsenal. So um, do you think we're set up? Somebody mentioned here, uh, John, our style suit proper football. We need to find a way to play against the anti-football sides. Do, do you think there's there's something to be said there? I think they're right. We showed it against Chelsea and last night against Liverpool, and we showed it against Arsenal. That them that want to play football, we can deal with. It's the time wasters that we can't. Wolves, Villa, they've been absolutely horrific. Everton were the same. And Everton, yeah. Got, and we need to do something about it. We just need a plan B for when that happens because we just look lost as a team. It's, fr- it's really frustrating, isn't it? Because these three points that we're picking up against against Chelsea and, and against Liverpool arguably aren't our battles because if we would have beaten Fulham, that's a six-point game, really. Do you know what I mean? If we'd have beaten you know, Everton, arguably, and 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 Wolves, and I mean, we did beat Wolves, but, um, but, but other sides that... That are around us, they're almost six pointers if if we get beat or if we win, and it's really frustrating that we seem to be more. And I said this on last week's BNC, I think that we seem to be more motivated around playing the bigger sides. Now, is that something Marsh is doing wrong? Is he is he motivating wrongly? Do you think, John? What what's why do we seem to turn it on against the better sides? Is it because of the styles of football? I think it. I think it comes down to style of play. I really do, but. I think if we give Bournemouth centre-backs ball next week, we'll struggle because having watched match at day, they've given Spurs a game yesterday. 
Mm. They give them a real game. They went two up against Spurs yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, two up, and then they were unlucky. They hit bar a couple of times. So they were unlucky to get beat, really. Yeah. So if we give their yeah. centre-backs ball, all we'll do is just ping it out straight to wingers and we're under pressure straight away. But we were yesterday. The thing on that, though... Sorry, just the thing on that is that that tends to be our game plan. It it looks as though we are giving the centre backs the ball as much as they want, and we're only winning it. We're only pressing. We're only we're only going after the ball once it comes away from them. So there's there's a clash of styles really there. In in as much as um, I I don't feel like we will press the centre backs, we'll allow the centre backs to have the space and the freedom. What what we need to be aware of, if you remember when we played against the Scum and a couple of others, Everton were another one. They'd just waltz through our midfield when the centre-backs had the ball. So we need to be mm. aware of that. But I, I don't, I genuinely, I, I don't think we'll see a press of a centre-back unless the centre-back's trying to carry it out. And what you call it did that well against us, Matip, actually, against us last season, yeah. do you remember? Um, yeah. <clears throat> he did that really well against us and uh, and almost countered our our style by being a a ball playing centre back and coming into the defense, into the midfield. Um, so yeah, look, I, I think I think I think you're quite right. I think there's a lot to be said for our style and and how it counters a particular style of football, a, a side that wants to play football. I think the anti football and the and you know the delay of the game and 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 and, and controlling the tempo of the game really really hurts us we want to play fast paced you know with high energy uh and and when teams take the sting out of it i think that's where that's probably where we where we struggle i think there's there's a there's a thing to be said about how direct we are as well as soon as we win the ball we want it up front we want it forward we want to be attacking and we want to get a, a shot away um that tends to be what i see as as jesse's approach is he wants to be really direct, as, as direct as possible. Um, and that means not having the ball for, for long stretches. Now, that's a big change for us as fans to be able to see that after we, we, we saw Bielsa dominating possession against everyone. I think, it, you know, in his time, there were only a, a handful of sides, a handful of games in which we didn't fully dominate possession. Um, so that that's, that's you know, we, we heard of, about similarities between Jesse's approach and Bielsa's approach, which we're not really seeing. All it is is uh, energetic teams. That, that's that's the similarity. Everything else is different. Um, so I, I I I don't think that we'll. I don't think it's an issue really that we're not dominating possession. You know, you, you said about was it sixty nine percent they had. Um, sixty nine to thirty one, yeah. So I I don't think you'll look at that and think that's an issue that he needs to rectify. Um, what what we need to do, as, as you've rightly said is we need to come up with a way of countering those teams that don't want the ball in the way that we don't. Because when a team has the ball, we can press them. And when we've got the ball, we seem to run out of ideas really quite quickly. Yeah, fair. fair. Right then, quickly, John, before we let you shoot off, mate, and go, go do what you've got to do on a Sunday. Uh, right. Who was your, other than obviously Meslier, because I think Meslier's hands down won the man of the match for by yeah, everybody. Uh, who, which outfield player uh, impressed you most yesterday? Aronson. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was cracking. Last night were phenomenal last night. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought it, I thought it was great, and he he gets fouled a lot more than he gets gets given free kicks for as well. You, well, yeah, so... with that bust up yesterday, weren't they? When Tyler went steaming in. Yeah, with uh, was it Robertson? Yeah, Robertson. Yeah. 
horrible looking bastard he is, isn't he? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's it was look, Aronson. I think both the American lads were fantastic yesterday, yeah. Adams and Aronson. I don't think you could take it away from either of them. Um, lots to look forward to them. Uh, just before then, one last question What were you last week? Were you Jesse in or Jesse out, John? After the full and you're still Jesse out, you still think he's no. not the right man, even after no. that performance yesterday? No, why is that then? <clears throat> I don't know. There's just next three games are vital. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. And look, we've <laughs> we've um, we've had we've had opportunities. And you look at, I mean, one one result doesn't one freak result. I mean, I, I don't want to call it a freak result, but one result doesn't necessarily make the team. Do you know what I mean? So we've we've got to still take into consideration that we've not been beating the other teams in the eight before that, and yeah. and, and and the level of opposition we've been playing. So no, I completely agree. Uh, sorry, completely respect your your judgment and your in your opinion on that. But I just think we've got. For me, we've got players that are clearly still willing to play for him. And I think that is vital in any oh, side. Yeah. Once you lose, once you lose the players, I thought he'd lost the players, I'll be honest. After Leicester, I thought, I thought because they were just so shit uh, that I thought, we'd lost the, I thought he'd lost the dressing room. That performance yesterday has given me a glimmer of hope. And I almost feel like he's got an opportunity now to turn it around. You know, he's bought himself a little bit more time. Um, well, he's got three games say. before World Cup now. So. And how many of them do you expect to win, John? Is it only two? Oh, is there a cup game? Yeah, there's a cup, there's a cup game. game. We've got Wolves away totally, on the cup. Yeah. So, I'm expecting two wins and a draw. Two wins and a draw from Spurs away. Draw against Spurs, Wolves is it? Away. Yeah. Win Wolves, beat Leicester, uh, beat Bournemouth and draw yeah. Spurs. But if we lose against Bournemouth, it'll turn. Pressure's back on, isn't it? It is, yeah. This but league would... is very, very tight this year. Would you have taken three points out of the next two? So, uh, sorry, the last in Liverpool and Bournemouth, regardless of which way around. No, I'd have wanted more. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have wanted four points from that. Right. So, if we get a point at Bournemouth, would you be happy then? Since we picked three up, surely the winner win away at Anfield has got. I mean, I want us to beat Bournemouth. Don't get me wrong. We should be beating a team like Bournemouth. We need to be However, beating like Bournemouth. Yeah, I mean that's an opportunity. <clears throat> that's our only opportunity, shall we say, now before the break, realistically, for us to pick up three points, a team around us. But that almost says to me that we won't, and we'll probably go beat beat Spurs uh, 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 in London. So, um, so yeah, look, thanks. For so just just on. just on that then. So uh, before last night, before the win, if if you would been asked, will Jesse keep his job? If he gets six points against Liverpool and Bournemouth, would you have said yes? Yeah. And do you and and for you, but but even if we beat Bournemouth, he's still not the right man. Is that is that where you're I'm at? Not saying he, I'm not saying he's not the right man. I just don't think he's there's just something not right about the team, and I just can't put my finger on it. But well, we're not scoring enough, are we? Do you know, we've, we've, no. you look at Bamford's chance yesterday. That that just simply comes down to confidence. Usually, he would have banged yeah. that first time. He'd have banged yeah, it, or, it, or his touch would have been better. But equally, Harrison and Aronson are this both. Is what I mean, b- before this round of um, fixtures, they're both in the top ten of chance creation. That's not down to the gaffer. No. If if his side are creating more chances than any other team, 
why aren't we scoring more chances than the other team? He's, and can you put that all down to the manager? I mean, yes, he's got to put the players in a position where they're confident and they're playing freely and, and, and whatever else. But he can't make them score the goals. If the, if the side are creating chances and, and doing so regularly, which they have to be for Harrison and Aronson to both be, I think it were 23 for Aronson and 22 for Harrison was the, the stat that I saw that put them in, in the top 10. If they're creating the chances, surely that's he's doing his job. But we've got players that are not getting played who could have put some of these chances away, like Sigeldart. He's only getting minimum minutes. He didn't even get on pitch last night. Why is he not being given a decent shot? Arguably, though, he didn't come on the pitch last night where Gnonto uh, did uh, and, and arguably made a difference as well. So, look, I, I completely agree that that there's, there is options there that, that, that potentially we could be looking at. Um, but I don't think that's enough to, for me to say that he's not the right man for the job just because we... You know, we're not. If we're creating enough chances, it's almost like we're missing that little piece of a jigsaw, isn't it? You know, you've done, you've finished it. There's a tiny little bit missing, and and for me, it's 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 been clinical. The teams around us that have played us, Fulham had three chances last week and scored all three. Arsenal had two chances against us. Do you know what I mean? That's the, yeah. that's the difference between between us and a, and and a premier, you know, established mid table or, or higher Premiership side. Had we, I. I I sent a graphic round last week, and I think we were we're bottom of the league for expected goals to actual goals goals. Where I think we're six six or seven goals behind where we should be, and if we'd have scored those seven goals, the league table looks completely different. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, cool. Anyway, John, thanks ever so much as ever, mate. No we'll see you in the pub uh, on another day. Uh, uh, you enjoy your Sunday, mate. Take it easy. I'll try. Cheers, guys. <laughs> See you in a bit. What do you make of that then, Do you do do you agree with John in 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 terms of Jesse, or or do you do you do you feel a little bit differently? I think the issue that we've got is who do you bring in? Mm-hmm. So even if you don't think he's a, he's the right person, you've got to come up that that that's a problem, not a solution. Um, and and the solution is who do, who do we bring in? Who's available? And you know, we we went through a list of names of people that were available on the pod uh on the main pod and and it was it was you know you're looking at the list and thinking fucking hell we can't afford to let him go um yeah. I, I think we're in a position you know things might be different uh if you're going to make a change the world cup presents a, a mid-season change that we've a, a possibility a, a opportunity maybe that we've not had before we've never yeah. had that planned break for that for such a long time during the season so it feels like a really natural point at which we're going to make a change I, I, I certainly don't think we will I really don't think Rads is not going to pay out he's not going to pay Jesse to go and then buy somebody else out of their contract so you look at the list of names available I don't want any of them um, I think Villa have done really well um, I, I, they I got hammered yesterday but, but he's not taken over yet though has he I want it. I think, I think no. I think he starts on Tuesday, and but so I I think he's going to steer them quite well because I I think I think uh, he, he's he's a good boss. But you've got to look at who's available and who you can bring in. Now we're not going to go out and get an established name because that's not that's not really what I see Rad's doing. Um, so you, you look at your list of your poolies and your 
big sums and you're thinking, can't have, you know, you die, can't have any of that. I don't want any of that. So although it's not pretty a lot of the time, um, if you can make the gameplay effective against the lower sides, which is what we're lacking at the moment, and, and, and get that, you know, I think he was... Um, he was quite open about wanting more players before the club hierarchy got involved and he retracted his statement and said, no, I'm happy with what I've got. And, and, and you know, that, that would have been yes, Manny. But I think um, he really wanted a, a class forward. And if we'd have got a class forward, you expect that we would have had the key to unlock those those defences. And, and uh, you know, Bamford coming back from injury and, and Rodrigo, he, yeah, he's, he's got what he's got six this season. He, he, he he's doing pretty well in terms of scoring, but um, he's caused us some issues. You know that, that <laughs> Arsenal, a couple of others. But um, you know, I, I think if we had somebody that was uh, a class forward, then those games feel really different. And I think that he, he did want that, and and that would have made a real difference to our season so far. So if if we are in a position where we've got an addition up front that's somebody that can come in. You, know, you, you mentioned Nonto. He's not a striker. He, he did well last night, but he's not a striker. Um, and I don't think he's come in to, to bag loads of goals. Um, he's a creative player. We need somebody that's that's going to find the onion bag a lot. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, and, and that I think we are, you know, a clinical centre forward away from being a mid-table side this season. You know, we, we're not playing. I mean, bar... I would say three games this season where we have been shit. We have been really poor, and I think probably two of them being being Fulham and and Leicester more, most recently. Uh, before that, probably Brentford. Even though we still look potentially in the game by a couple of mistakes, we've not been that bad. We've looked all right in parts, and we've looked quite good in other parts. So, and uh, just going back to what you said about about the chance creation as well, there's. There's a lot to be said for that, you know, and the XG and everything like that. And I'm not a big fan of all these figures because it's not a game's not played on paper and, and spreadsheets. But but if we had a clinical striker that's taken even half of those chances and we've scored another three or four goals this season, we've you know we've 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 lost the majority of games by one goal this season, other than other than Brentford. Um, the games we've lost have been by one or two goals. So that. Th- that's a huge swing in, in momentum there. Um, I'm hoping that this this result and, and this performance is going to swing the momentum completely and we're going to get a bit of a reaction, fingers crossed. Uh, what I don't want to do is then take a a backwards step against Bournemouth and go back to uh, a Leicester or a Fulham-type performance because we can't afford to do that. Um, yeah. That that's that's me. But let's 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 focus on 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 players then. Uh, just to give you a quick uh, rundown of the average average scores. This is through the BBC website. The Liverpool players, their highest performer, got a four point seven six last night. Uh, I think that's pretty harsh because I don't think Liverpool were that bad. I think we I think we just made them look pretty poor. I uh, didn't give them enough time on the ball. We you know we we. Uh, we we swarmed them. We made it really uncomfortable for Salah and Thiago and and all their key players. We made we made it an uncomfortable night. So four point seven six, Robertson was their uh, their highest performer. They had players as low as three point one eight. Curtis Jones when he came on, <laughs> Henderson three point two eight with that great shot towards the end as well. <laughs> Joe what Gomez is by the way. Yeah, Joe Gomez had a nightmare at three point four eight, and then everything in between really. Uh, in contrast, then we had uh, Mesley, a man of the match, on eight point six nine. 
Um, <laughs> and every other Leeds player, apart from Bamford, scored well above seven. Um, Cooper, 7.38, being the next lowest. Um, who was who was your outfield man of the match? Would you agree with John? Or did you have I some do, else? Yeah, I, I, no, I think it was Aronson. You know, it, it, it was so effective on the ball. It was... Yeah, we're doing step overs, but there were step overs that were effective. It wasn't sure. I don't know if you saw, um, is it Anthony, um, the scummer that, that um, did that you know, circle that, and then passed the ball circle, through? That, yeah, but he, he just played it straight out of play. Yeah, you know, did, it was yeah. completely ineffective, showboating, and then and then ruining it. Whereas last night, what we saw from Aronson was when when he was when he was doing the tricks. Yeah, he, he did a step over that brought him inside. And then he played it through for um, Rodrigo to run in on goal. Now, yep. with a slightly better touch, um, he's, 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 you know, his touch took him a bit wide. It wasn't as bad as Bamford's touch that took him really wide, but but it took him a bit wide. He got his, his, his shot away. He didn't score from it, but it wasn't as dangerous as it could have been. But for me, Aronson really looks dangerous every time he gets the ball. Um, and, and he's so effective at bringing people into play and, and playing people through. I like him on the right. I know that he's an effective player in the middle, and, and um, uh, you know when we've got Sinister on on the pitch, he tends to be on the right hand side. Uh, but he comes in so much, I'd quite like to see him in the ten and, and Aronson wide because I think he's so effective for us out there. Um, he, he doesn't maybe get as, as involved in play when he's on the right, but when mm-hmm. he does, he's really effective. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think. To be honest, I think my my man of the match was was Adams uh, of outfield players, other than Mesley. Mesley was incredible last night, and I know he's had his critics, and 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 one of the goals of Fulham from the uh, Mitrovic's header. Um, yeah, he did it. He, yeah, he did his best peacock Farrell impression with his poppered on wrist <laughs> trying to keep it out. But but he's had his critics, and look, last night he, he looks nothing less than a French number one goalkeeper, and I think he you know he was absolutely incredible. Some of the saves, one from. Um, Darwin Nunes when it was one on one, he made. He made honestly, he made some real important. That, that one where 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 he he put it over from the shot from outside the box as well. I mean, that's you ex- match at day. They said you expect him to make that save, but the thing is, we the, the, there are there are quite a few saves that we expected him to make the season that he's not. So yeah, yeah. you've got to give him credit for that. I think you're absolutely right, though. I mean. Just behind Aronson for me was Adams, and you can see the influence he has in the side already. Uh, him and Rocker, the partnership that they're building, it, it's immense. They really, they really complement each other really well. Um, but you look at the way that we set out in um, matches without him, Fulham, he didn't play. It would a completely different side with Adams. Yeah, I think I think the thing that concerns me is with those two. We haven't got a backup who can do it, but either really, we've got somebody who can do a bit of both in click and in, yeah. uh, in Marsh's head Greenwood. I don't see it, but uh, Marsh thinks I don't either. Do <laughs> um, but but we've not got anybody. Those two do completely different jobs, completely yeah. different, same position, completely different jobs. We've not got any specialist who can come in and and do either of their jobs. Um, however. While they're fit, we've got not not a lot not got a lot to worry about. But then you you look you look you take into account um, Fulham. Uh, yeah, great point. Is Adams better than Calvin in this team? At least I would say yeah, because of the the way we set up. Um, 
Calvin was one of those who can do both and was expected to do both in a single man pivot. Um, with this two man, we've got Rocker sitting and we've got Adams, who's literally just an horrible little. He's the type of player you'd hate to play against because he just gets yeah. everywhere, you know. Um, but yeah, that's the reason I would have given him outfield man of the match. I just thought he broke up play really well. He got stuck in, he annoyed him, he got under the skin. He put himself about a bit, and it's ex- everything I love in a player. With obviously my favourite player ever being Batty. It's, 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 I was just about to make that point. If you remember the times when we were paying, oh yeah, we were we were in a a, a different lineup and a different uh, formation. But you look at the times that we were really good, and you think of Batty and the car, uh, and and the way that you know Batty, he had a pass in him. But that wasn't his job. That's what. That's not what he excelled at. That's not what he did. He stifled opposition and he won the ball. And that's what Adams yeah. does. And if you look at the car, he, he he had a. I mean, he had a, he had a, a bit of a nasty streak in him, and we loved him for it. Uh, but he was a ball player, and that's Rocker. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think you're right to mention Batty. Are, are they about his level? I mean, he's he's one of my favourite players of all time. So so they've got some work to do to be able to say that they're at that level, but. There's there's echoes of it, the shadows of it, and and I, and I think that the you know the the pair of them complement each other so well, and they're both really important to us. And I think it's a, it's a good point that you make is that we don't have, we need them both available. Sorry, mate, I muted by accident. Then, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It's, it's imperative that we keep those two fit, and 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 against Fulham, Fulham showed that um, it's. It's a good position. It's a nice position to be in after a game that you know that you've stolen. At the, uh, would you say we stole it, or do you think we deserved it on the balance of play? I think we probably deserved it for me. I think if you look, I mean, there's a reason that Melier would man of the match. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. they, they they did have uh, chances, but I, I don't think that. You know, do you, if you come away with a draw from Anfield, you're not disappointed. Before the game, after the game, whatever. Um, if they'd managed to be able to get a. Uh, a, a draw. You know, you look at the timings of the goals. Like I said, we scored, and I'm thinking, "Oh God, it's too early. Why have we done that?" And then they score, um, not 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 very long after, and you're thinking, "Shit, this could be a cricket score." So, coming away from it, you're thinking, "Your three points is amazing." But if you come away with the point, that's still amazing. So, I, for me, I think the balance of play. Um, from what I remember, <laughs> seeing <laughs> like this morning. Um, I think I think we were worth a result if you come away from it with a draw. You know, if Alisson gets a stronger hand to the the the, um, the Somerville goal and he just puts it wide of the post, you think you know what could have been, but you come away really happy with the draw. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and, and yeah, I mean, you've got to go back almost eighteen months since the last time they were beaten at Anfield. I mean, that's, and, that's unbelievable. Uh, and one stat that was pointed out this morning is Van Dyke's never lost at Anfield until we rocked up. Is that in the Premier League or full start of Champions League? I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't think he's ever lost a game there. I love it. And I, do you know why? Because I fucking hate the Scousers at the minute. I, I didn't used to mind them that much, honestly. Until we came Same. up to the Premier League, I didn't really mind them that much. And, I, 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 you know, we had that we had that mutual hate for Scorm and, and, and uh, you know... I didn't actually mind them, and then, and then we've got to the Premier League, and their fans all over, and and Klopp is, you know, why hasn't he served a touchline ban? Why has he got away with it? You know, why, why does yeah. it, what makes him special? Um, they're just, 
they're just in, insufferable. I just can't deal with them anymore. They just annoy me. Not to the level of scum, I don't think, but they're not far off uh, in terms of in terms of their fan base, I think I would probably say, certainly. But their manager, fucking hell. Um, so I put level to... with Chelsea. So scum are the, the most hated side in the country for me. And yeah. then it's Chelsea and Liverpool joint just behind them. And Millwall they can, they can all... those up. Yeah, yeah they, but they can all get in bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right then, we go on to uh, to next week. Uh, you can't really change much from that team, providing everyone's fit. Uh, does Sinistera come back in for for Jimmy? I don't think so. Do you? Um, you know, we we've spoken to Jimmy. I I, I think you know that that number that he's got on his shirt is a you big before deal. the game. Even I cannot believe Jimmy's playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because I, so I, it, it worried me not from his attacking capabilities, but from his defensive. Um, it, and, and it was that that really worried me is I thought that they were going to be able to get at us because he doesn't put the work in but he didn't have to put a shift in he did uh, defensively worked, as well yeah. as offensively he, he played well um, so I, for me it, that, that was why I was worried is that are we going to be more exposed uh, but you look at Sinistera and he doesn't do much of that either so is that why it didn't really hurt us he's, I think if you lose Jack Harrison out of the side or Aronson out of the side and the amount of work that they put in that impacts us more um, so it, it, it was that not his capability I, I don't think you can you know having scored the winner in, in such a dramatic fashion you, you can't drop him and you don't drop anybody else you don't drop nah. Jack Harrison or Aronson out of this out of no, the side. And, so. and look, Sinister is a great option to come on uh, as an attacking yeah. threat as well. I th- but, I mean, ideally, if he'd not been injured, he probably would have started yesterday because he is our biggest attacking threat. Argue, no arguments, you know. Um, but based on performances last night and the, the way they played and, 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 and him getting the goal, I cannot see how... How you can change anything, and then you've got you've got Willie Nonto to throw in the mix as well. He, the, the, the you know the 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 work he put in to, to to get that second goal has gone relatively unnoticed, but he, he you know he was he was absolutely so important to that second goal that we that we nicked. It was a clever ball, ball as well, wasn't it? It because was. A, a lot of wingers would just shift it to the left and just play it in. And he didn't, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't just a, a wild swing and, and get it into a, a dangerous area. He picked out his man, and it was, yeah. a, you know, it was on the floor, and it was, it was, so it was such an intelligent ball. So yeah, no, it, you're right. I think that 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 deserves a, a call as well. So yeah. And look, luckily, luckily, Bamford miscontrolled it, which put it into Jimmy's feet. Uh, <laughs> so hey, every cloud in that. Um, he gets an assist for that though. Hey, he does, yeah. Uh, Smart, hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, hanging out my ass. Hey, at least it's your own this time. Um, <laughs> uh, Rodrigo may be injured, so Sinny would play instead. Uh, would he? Would he? Would would Sinny play instead? I don't think so. I think Bamford would probably play instead. Yeah, but um, if Bamford starts up front, uh, if Rodrigo's injured, then you're looking at Aronson in the middle and Sinister on the right. But then you're taking either Jimmy or Aronson out. Yeah, I mean, it's that. Yeah, but I, I, I think that he's the only one that you drop out, though, isn't he? I don't. I wouldn't. I'm not saying that I would. But he's, yeah. you don't drop any of the others out of the side. No, no. I think, I think, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the only player, or only position that we were lacking last night is is a clinical striker. And I mean, oh, give, give Rodrigo his due. He was alert to, to, to nick that that first yeah. one. Um, and he won closest to ball. If you look at the he replay, he, he was he was third away from the ball, but he, he made you know he was the one that reacted. 
Yeah, no, he, he took it well. Liam Harrison to be dropped. Ooh, ooh, I don't know about that. Look, I think I, I'm I'm one of Harrison's biggest critics because I think we've got a real good player in there. I think he works really hard. What I don't like about Harrison is the way he looks down at the ball all the time, and he's so predictable. And I think, but I I just can't see how you can drop him based on 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 his work rate, his performance last night. I just don't see it. I, I, and for who? For Sinny, I'm guessing, but but again, I don't I don't know. Um, you don't play Somerville over Jackie, you really don't. And if you look at the games that we've won this season, it's where he's been effective. Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to fly through a few more of these questions, and then we'll let everybody go and get their Sunday dinners and everything uh, from the start. Then uh, got to say, like, after a result like that, and if Gilly was as drunk as I've heard, fair play for getting a laptop. <laughs> well done, mate. Uh, Gilly is ace. Ramstill <laughs> is on a bender. Cristiano was Ramskill's on a bender. Uh, almost on time. Hey, that makes a change, Charlie. But maybe Gilly should get drunk more often. Uh, <laughs> had a dream we won two one. Gilly looks like he's just got off the Jaeger train. I, um, looks like he hasn't been to bed. Hey, these all these comments are about you, Gilly. Good day. <laughs> Good morning, good good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is over there in Aussie, Australia. Uh, Leeds, we were at, at the better... We, Leeds, we at times were the better team. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, we didn't get battered and Liverpool were always going to create theirs. We rode the pressure well and hung in there as the non-favourite team should always do. Yeah, I think that sums it up really, really well. But that that's where we need to improve is on the flip of that, where we're a better side and we need to be... Taking our chances and 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 and, yeah. and being playing, what the thing for me, Gil, is is motivation. We we seem far more up for these types of games and from the off as well for me. And 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 just going back to Leicester away, I know it was a midweek game, wasn't it? I think if I remember rightly, uh, cold East Midlands, not a nice place to go. But I just think there's that little bit of motivation. And there's been talk this week that that they that they've. Uh, upped their um, interest in sports psychologists coming in, I think. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, yeah. I, I, think, I don't know. What, what do you oh, make of that? Well, I wonder how much of it is pressure. You, you know, going into the Chelsea game, not many of us gave us uh, a, a, a realistic um, opportunity of winning. Going to you know, Liverpool, we had we had Jay gave a 5-4 and every single other person that predicted in that prediction league it went for Liverpool. All of us. So there's yeah. plenty of minus minus points going around. <laughs> but do you know what? I'll take it. I said before the game, if we get out of it, I'll take I'll I'll take the hit. Um I wonder how much of it is pressure. We're not expected to beat those sides. You know, mm. we are expected to beat Leicester when the bottom of the league when we play them. Um Fulham, you know, we're going into those games as favourites. And Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, we're not going into those games as favourites. And yet we're playing better. So I wonder how much of it is pressure as well. It's the expectation. Fair, fair comment. And do you think the psychologist thing will work then? Um, I think if you look at elite sports as a whole, there's a huge amount of psychology in it. It's it's you, you look at a player that makes a a mistake in a game, the more they dwell on that, the, the worse it's going to get. Uh, you know, being able to put mistakes out of your mind and just concentrate on what's coming, that's really important to a sports person. I think um, the, the more, so 
it's not going to happen overnight. You, you don't change your psychology. You don't change your, your, your view and your approach overnight. But I'm, I think it's a good thing um, for anybody to be able to deal with pressure, deal with expectation, deal with a mistake that they're making again, put it out of the mind and concentrate on what's at hand. I, I, I don't see it as a negative at all. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, first and last time you're ever going to hear me say this, Jay, but I respect your decision to go for a Leeds win yesterday. And you were <laughs> right. You were right. Well done. Uh, morning, morning, morning. Feeling it a bit today, Gilly. This is a great <laughs> point from Daniel Wright. Uh, our first two subs were both strikers away at Anfield. We went for it. Yeah, we saw an opportunity to actually take the game and fucking went for it. I love that. I love it. Um, uh, adapting slightly, that's the only good thing. So he's, he's on about Marsh here, I think. And he realises he's adapting slightly, that's only a good thing. Yeah, I think that's one thing that Marsh has got that potentially um, Bielsa didn't have, is that he's not afraid to change things up and go for something different. It doesn't always work, as we've seen, but, but yesterday it did. So... Um, can we have a word about Smarty? Said on Twitter he wasn't going to watch it and was going to a Halloween party. In the words of Julia Roberts, big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Smart is the wanker of the week. Uh, uh, our style set, we've, we've talked through those. Uh, somebody on Joe's, just Joe's football show, won 1.5K from... Wow. Uh, nice. 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 Uh, other other podcasts and, and YouTube videos are available. But Joe's a great kid, great lad. I was on there this week actually saying how I was Jesse in up until the last two games, and then Jesse out. I might go back on this week and say, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, right, we're going to skip through a few. Uh, we've, we've spoken about most of this. Um, Harris, it's a good day. Morning, Derek. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Cloud9, great stuff. Bamford should probably speak to one. I think, I think you're right. I think the psychologist, I think Bamford is lacking confidence because we've no... Look at that performance against Villa the other year when he scored. Did he score four? Um, we know he's got it in him. Right. I think we, we might have scored four as a team, but, but he, yeah, yeah. He, he, he got three. And we know he's got it in him. That touch yesterday is the touch of a... I'm not going to say it live, or somebody who's... <laughs> Oh, somebody who's not confident. Somebody who's lacking confidence. Yes, um, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, he's he's it he, he just he had so, two opportunities. He could have come across it and hit it with his left and probably bagged in the top corner, or he could have hit it with his right and gone either side really. But he just he tried taking a touch with his favoured foot, and it just it just rolled over. It just looked absolutely shocking. So, so yeah, look, we're we're in a good position. It's a nice feeling to have on a Sunday morning to see Leeds have won. Not only Leeds have won, but we've won away at. Anfield, um, yeah, I'm I'm buzzing. I mean, if you were to sum it up in a, in in one sentence, Gilly, how how did it make you feel? And how do you feel today? Apart from rough as fuck. Well, yeah, feel like shit, I'm dying. But um, reflecting on it, yeah, I mean, absolutely buzzing. It really, really, it, it, none of us expected it, and it's that unexpected bit that is wow. You can't, you can't. It's really difficult to. To verbalise in it, to to try and put across how that makes you feel. I mean, that's why we're in it, isn't it? That's that's why we do it. That's why we follow them for for that sort of feeling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm absolutely gutted. I had my operation and gave me ticket up. <laughs> I was meant to be going yesterday. I was like, 
I was telling everybody, thank fuck I'm not going. At least I'm not going to go. <laughs> At least I'm not going to see the Premier League record for the most goals conceded and all this. And it was just like, fuck me. Uh, now I'm absolutely cringing. But hey, we are, it is what it is. Um, the Bolden Yorkie Palm has summed it up himself. I think of all the arseholes I've met who support Liverpool and took the piss, it's a good day to be a Leeds fan. I think that sums it yeah. up, mate. Uh, and on that note, thanks everybody for joining us. We will be back uh, Tuesday night as, as ever. Uh, go and enjoy your Sundays with your families, with your friends, whatever it is you want to do. Uh, we're in a great position. We're all a little bit happier today. Let's enjoy the rest of our weekends. Thank you ever so much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening to another Auto Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutonoBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke Aftermatch podcasts. We have three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.